Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Discover Match, all the cash back you earn at the end of your credit card, uh, your credit card's first year. It's amazing because Discover's accept 99% of the place in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Um, I was, I went to a, actually my daughter, I uh, was invited to a friend's house and I got there and her dad's like, Hey, I'm having people over, you know, um, y- you want to join us? And I was like, eh, I got some basketball stuff to do with my son. We'll come back. So we came back a couple hours later and he's like, look, I just grilled out a bunch of tacos. We're having some drinks. And my son knew his daughter, his younger daughters, so the older one of my daughter, they're all hanging out and playing and doing whatever. So interestingly enough, um, there was one of the guys there. We were making. I wasn't making fun of him. The owner of the home was 
saying, you know, his last name's Kelly. His uh, ex-wife's name is Kelly Kelly. And we thought that was hilarious. And I said, that's like Julia, that's like better than Julia Gulia. Right? So when I say Julia Gulia, uh, Ramos, do you know what movie that's from? Do you? Julia Gulia doesn't ring a bell for me. Gavin, you? No idea. I'm not even going to ask yeah, No, you I'm should. Not. You do? Wow. Well, wedding singer. Wow. Yes, absolutely. Wait, what? Liar. Hold hold up. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Gulia. Yeah, Glenn Gulia. He's getting married to Julia. Julia Gulia. That's really funny. Right? Liar. So you that that movie, you know. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. I said Julia Gulia and it was like crickets. <laughs> Wedding singer, Adam oh. Sandler. Wedding singer, Adam Sandler. Good movie, anyway, man. yeah, there you go. So uh, I love I love movie references. I mean, I think everybody. It's one of the oh. reasons Simmons. I think you know nailed the hey we all like movie references. And one of the things that he did that was powerful in his writing, um, and still does, is those old movie references that many of us can can get or catch up to or kind of figure out. Right? Julia Gooley is a perfect I, example of that. I just want to make one point before you move on. Yeah. The part where Glenn Gulia drives up. Uh, and is about to pick her up from the club when she is, you know, so drunk. And the Miami Vice theme is just blaring. Like, as soon as the doors open, it's I, I laugh every single time. It yep. is it, it is magnificent. DeLorean, yeah, I, I think he's driving a DeLorean. So, yeah, he is great. driving a DeLorean. That's great, right? He's like, he was all 80s out. And yes. It was, it, was the, it was the late <laughs> 90s sort of, sort of thing, right? It, and and Sandler used to do that a lot, and I I haven't watched any of his movies recently because, with the exception of the one about comedians, which is really funny people, which is really dark, very very dark. Most of his movies are this. He just like let's just get our buddies together and have some terrible script and make fun of each other, and we'll, and enough people will go see it that he makes money and he keeps doing the same thing over and over again, right? But his his movies back then, like Billy Madison, when he pulls up in the I think it was a Trans Am, and he's playing. Uh, um, stroke me, stroke me. You, you, you know, do you guys know the song scene I'm talking about? Anyway, he pull, pulls up like to high school because he's working his way back up through high school. Anyway, those old 80s scenes, they make me laugh the exact same way, Buyer. Okay, so here's one. Do you remember, Ramos, do you, have, do you remember this line? I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. You remember that? Do you remember what that line's from? What about you, Byer? Ah, no, is we ain't gonna fall off an open in the tailpipe. I know what it's from, but I th- oh. I didn't know if you were asking me. I'm sorry. No, no, I was I, I meant to ask Byer. I think okay, I said, yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Who does that sound like? The, the I thought it was Eddie Murphy. It is Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You're correct. It is Eddie Murphy. Do you remember Beverly Hills Cop? It's it was a long time ago. Oh yeah, Beverly yeah. Hills Cop was a long time ago. And he's like, we ain't gonna fall off an open in the tailpipe. Remember last time we fell off the banana tailpipe? Anyway. I feel like Knicks fans are going to fall for the banana on the tailpipe, right? It, the, the banana on the tailpipe references, you're going to fall for the same joke over and over and over again. The same thing over. It's like the, it's like the little kid that falls for the, uh, you got something on your shirt. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I look, whoop, you know, right? And you, 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 you kind of flick them with your finger, right? So it's like the oldest joke in the book thing. Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans came to New York last night. So after the game, he had his uh, he had some interviews. Keep in mind the Knicks, who are kind of a breakthrough this year, right? And 
Julius Randle. It was like a little brother-in-law ball. Zion Williamson was great, 34-9, five assists. Julius Randle was 33-10 assists, five rebounds. I mean, it was a good matchup of left-handed power forwards. Anyway, this was Zion after the game. I'm glad you asked that, actually. Uh, New York is the mecca of basketball. I love playing. I love playing here. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, honestly, I think outside of New Orleans, obviously, I think this might be my favorite place to play outside of New Orleans. I can't even lie to you. I can't even lie to you. It might be my favorite place to play. So, of course, Nick, of course, Knicks fans are going to lose their collective minds. Oh, as soon as he becomes a free agent, he'll refuse to play for the Pelicans next year, and he's going to come play for us. Does that feel, fall for the, that, that feel like falling for the banana in the tailpipe? And, and keep in mind, he's having one of those seasons where you're like, you know all that potential we said that he has? Zion Williamson is averaging 27 a game, seven rebounds a game, four assists a game. Um, and his PER is at uh, 27.59, far and away the best uh, PER of anybody. And, you know, Brandon Ingram is making all that money, and Zion Williamson is kind of unguardable, even though he doesn't have a jump shot yet. And the idea is once he starts to lose some of that incredible athleticism, he'll back it up with a great jump shot, and he continues to have a great all-around game. He can defend all five positions, yada, yada, yada. And he'll be the next Knicks next star. And, you know, here the Knicks are. They're building something nice for the future. And there's no way. I haven't listened to New York radio. I can in my car. I haven't listened to it, but I guarantee that's all they're talking. The Yankees suck. And when is Zion Williamson coming to town? Listen, let me just explain something to you. Everybody likes visiting New York. Everybody likes playing in New York. Live in New York is completely different. Completely different. Tomorrow I have a podcast dropping. David Fisdale joined me. Did we go two hours? How long did we go, Gavin? We went a long time. I think we're going to have to do uh, it. close to two and a half. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have to do probably a three-part podcast out of it. It's incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. We didn't even get to much of the Knicks stuff. Um, but it's, it's the same idea. It's like everybody, you know, you go somewhere on vacation, you're like, this place is awesome. Awesome. What was it like to play in the garden? It was great. Okay, now... What if you had to do it all the time? You know, like, well, that crosstown trap. If you're going to live on the island, it's crazy expensive. Taxes are crazy high. And, oh, yeah, by the way, traffic is nuts. And he'll, by that time, he'll be making so much money, it won't matter in terms of cost of living, I would guess. But still, it's like, it's one of those things where you're like, hey, it's awesome to visit. Okay, listen, what if I told you you're going to go from, in New Orleans, a really nice you know, condo downtown overlooking the water is a million dollars to same condo, you know, on the, on the West side overlooking the water and it's $8 million and you're paying twice as much in taxes and the traffic is crazy and everything you eat is ridiculously expensive. Like have you ever been out to one of these meals and I'm, listen, I live in Southern California. It's, it's, it's similar. Only you don't, have to live where it's most expensive. Most people do, and it's crazy expensive there as well. I'd say the difference is, like, you you can explain it to yourself because, one, the Lakers always seem to figure it out and win like they did last year, and, two, the weather's generally great, whereas in New York there's a couple weeks in the summer and a couple weeks in the winter where you're like, it's uninhabitable. 
But this, I love playing here. It's my favorite or second favorite place to play and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's great. Every, just remember, when asked the question, everybody says they love playing New York. Do you want to live in New York? Hold on. A little different. A little different. So I just, I feel like we know Knicks fans are going to fall for the old banana in the tailpipe. Which is the, oh, do you hear Zion? You know, Kobe said this was his favorite place to play. LeBron said this is his favorite place to play. Michael Jordan said this is his favorite place to play. They did. Did you notice that none of the three actually played in New York? Do you notice that? They've all said it. None of them have played there. And Kobe almost left L.A., you know, for one to force trade. And then he is a free agent a couple of times over. He could have forced his way out. LeBron obviously has had plenty of opportunities to choose playing for the Knicks. Even, even Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, right? Like, they were free agents. Could have gone where they want. They signed in New York, in Brooklyn. Just different, man. Just different. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. This is from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Very well done there. John Ramos. Like what you did. That's what I do, Doug. <laughs> well, you listen. You uh-huh. listen. Yes, there you, you go. Listen. That's, that's why right. you're. That's why you're so happily married because you listen. <laughs> so, did you guys watch any basketball yesterday? It was a beautiful day yesterday, and um, I, I'm not declaring pandemic over. We've all been vaccinated, right? All of us have had both vaccines, or or the I had the one and done deal. So, we're and. Part, part of my discussion, so my daughter's friend's dad, right, um, is an anesthesiologist, and he had a couple other doctors over there, right? Uh, and um, and so I said, you know, what what can you give me your thoughts on the vaccine? They were, and and they all kind of nodded when one of the guys, one of the doctors, was like, "Look, here, here's the deal, okay? We're not used to this because we didn't live through the the polio." Right? And and the vaccine and remember science of course so different back then, but like you had to get the polio vaccine. Everybody get the polio vaccine. It's not even questioned now. And so people are just having a tough time adjusting to the, yeah, we're gonna have this. Then you have to have a booster, which they announced there's gonna be a booster in the fall as well. And this is part of our our new lives. It's what it'll look like. Anyway, I mean, I think nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be George. Bush on the aircraft carrier mission accomplished, but we're, we're pretty close. You can go get a vaccine. You should go get a vaccine unless your doctor tells you don't go do the vaccine. Like you should probably go, 
research which one's best for you. Research where you can get it. Do it smartly. Understand if you got to take some aspirin with it or whatever. Like we've all been through it. The second one for the two shotters is worse. The one shot, like it was, it was a rough 24, 36 hours, right? So again, as long as your doctor advised you to do it, I think I believe medical science says you should do it. And like, like, let's get on with our lives. Let's I'm watching the Dodgers and Padres. Like there's people in the stands. I was watching that. Do you guys see that MLS game in Miami where it's like Tom Brady and David Beckham? Like I am not good enough looking to be at that game. That was the best looking fans of the game ever. I would say though, Bex, you know, he's part owner, right? But he had like one of those, he had like a sport coat on. Like that doesn't look like fun. I don't know if I can't, if I ever get to the point where I'm so rich, I can't go somewhere in a t-shirt, then I'm too rich. That's too, that's too much money. I want to wear flip-flops or sneakers and a t-shirt and some shorts. If I'm in Miami and I'm going to a sporting event, thank you very much. Anyway, the, the point is that I'm not sitting here telling you the pandemic's over, but we, we see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're getting closer and closer and closer. I think, is it June 15th? Everything is supposed to be fully open. Sure. So we're coming up on the end of this thing and it's going to coincide with the beginning of the NBA playoffs and the Nets lost to the Miami Heat yesterday in a Bam Adebayo pull-up jump shot. But lost in that was James Harden didn't play. What the hell was James Harden wearing? I mean, it was the weirdest looking outfit. I mean, it it looked like it was velvet or velour. Byer, have you seen this thing? Have you seen this outfit that James Harden no, was wearing? No, I missed it. I'm going to take a look oh, now. Yeah, Google now. because So Byer is our resident uniform snob. Like, he knows all the, when the uniforms. When the, he was up at 3 this morning for when the Bengals uniform drop happened, and he was, he was putting out a blog <laughs> post on the uniform, um, uniform combinations that he liked and that he disliked and what would sell the best. So, uh, you know, he's a kind of a fashionista. He doesn't tell people, okay, but... I thought walking in today with the Gucci loafers and no socks was a little bit much, buyer, but I do respect it. I respect yeah, I, pre- I respect I, the swag. I appreciate the respect. I respect the swag. Anyway, so you got James Harden who like, is he really hurt? He looks fine. Like they just got KD back. So KD catches a knee in the thigh. Now he's got a thigh contusion. Steve Nash says he's sore, but we don't know how severe. We'll see how he wakes up, go from there. But right now, nothing's been determined. It's a knee in the thigh. It hurts. Charlie horses are hard. Do you guys go Charlie horse? That's what you call it. Like, right. Thigh contusion is a Charlie horse. That's what I call it. Yeah. Have you seen the outfit yet? Yes. Yes. How would you describe it? Um, (laughs) it, I've, I've seen a couple of popsicle uh, references on Twitter. What What were those popsicles called that were, um, uh, like the big pop or something or uh, big sticks. Big stick. Did you ever have a big stick pops? Big no, stick popsicle. No. Popsicle. Let me. Yeah, big stick popsicle. There you go. Google big stick popsicle. All right. Tell me if. Tell me if you. Tell me if you see. I'm the afraid big stick. of the results. No, no popsicle. <laughs> make sure you put, it, make sure you write popsicle. Don't write big stick. Stick. Don't yeah. write big stick. Big stick <laughs> popsicle. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. By the way, big stick popsicles, popsicles, kind of awesome. Delicious. Haven't had one in a long time. Going to go get some at the store today. It's hot outside. Going to go get some big sticks, pop- popsicles. But 
like this, this is the thing that's going to hold the nets back is like, you feel like they're one thigh contusion or one Kyrie going crazy or one James Harden forgets what time it is at the strip club away from losing a game. But stop me. If you've heard this before, but Kevin Durant's hurt again. How many games he actually played this season? It's crazy. Now, again, this is much like, you know, his teammate Kyrie Irving. It's, it's almost infuriating only because of how good he is when he does play. He's great, but he's playing 24 games this year. This after missing all of last season. Um, I, I still, I like the Nets, but God, they don't. Their end of game without him was bad. I do think it's funny, like Nick Wright's goes on first things first. It's more like, oh, they were so bad. Like, dude, they didn't have Kevin Durant and James Harden. Of course, they're not going to be that good at the end of a game. Silly. Silly. Did you, do I, do did, you think did, there's a little like the Clippers, though, that, that they haven't played enough heading into the playoffs, you know? Do they um, not have the chemistry? Yeah, probably. The difference is in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs, they're just going to out-talent somebody. They'll be fine. So they get, they'll, they'll still have some games to figure it out before before we get to the postseason, then within the postseason. But yeah, no, I, it's it'll be hard. It, it'll definitely be hard that they haven't played together a bunch. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. That is uh, the voice of one Dan Byer. Let's get the voice of one Bruce Gradkowski, uh, who's an 11-year NFL vet, a pro football focus analyst. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Alex Smith calls it a career, and like, look, he couldn't start the playoff game. I mean, he's basically a healthy scratch because he just can't move back there. Quarterback to quarterback, how would you, how would you, uh, how would you, um, if you're going to describe somebody 20 years from now, Alex Smith, what would it be? I mean, man, what what a unbelievable guy that just fought through perseverance, right? I mean, and that's the name of the game. Anything we do in life. You're going to have to persevere through tough, tough times, difficult times, getting fired from your job, you know, um, different situations we all go through. And for Alex Smith to come back from that injury, it was unbelievable. I mean, for a guy that had an injury like that, almost lost his leg, almost lost his life, uh, and to, to have the tenacity, the perseverance to battle through and to come back to play a game that he loves was was you know, just unbelievable to witness. You know, and we could talk about his career on the field, him battling adversity as far as being the number one overall pick to the Niners, having some, you know, down years, and then having so many different coaches. And then he gets with Harbaugh, and he has some great times. And then he gets benched for Kaepernick. And so there's so many things that you can look back on Alex Smith's career and just say that dude is a true professional. He's great in the locker room, great teammate, understands the game. He's smart. He takes care of the football. He makes uh, good decisions. And the guy is mentally tough. And at the end of the day, that's what I would love to be called is mentally tough. And that's Alex Smith for what he has fought through throughout his career and handled and battled. And um, to get back from that injury to prove to himself he could do it, that's pretty special. And that's a, that's a great way, I think, for him to end his career. Yeah, I mean, he got his team to the playoffs. Um, he got two guys, Colin Kaepernick and Pat Mahomes, kind of ready for their job, right? He, I mean, what he what he worked through in San Francisco, considering how bad it was, 
early on in his career and how much turnover they had early on in his career is pretty spectacular. Like, look, there's limitations. Like, let's not call him a superstar because, I mean, they, they went almost a season without hitting a wide receiver for a touchdown pass because he won't throw the ball downfield. That said, considering his unique, his athleticism and his style, he figured out a way to be successful. And then the, the fortitude he showed coming back from being traded from San Francisco and then being traded away from Kansas City and then the leg injury is, is otherworldly type stuff. Yeah, it's it's just I mean it's awesome, right? I mean, it, it really is, and that's what it's it's about at the end of the day. A, a guy that look, I, we could call him a game manager. We could say, you know, the stat you brought up about you know a hitting a receiver for a touchdown. Yeah, he went through that streak in Kansas City, but you knew Alex Smith wasn't going to lose you a game. I mean, he was going to put the team in good positions. He was going to play smart, take care of the football. And yeah, as a coach, you probably wanted ah man, take that shot downfield. But he was smart. He's a great guy in the locker room, a great leader. And that's why teams, there was always value for him, uh, for teams to trade for him. Because he's a great guy in the locker room, and you named it. I mean, with him being able to be an influence and be a teammate to Colin Kaepernick, and, you know, that was the year Colin Kaepernick took the Niners to the Super Bowl, you know, so uh, and, and played phenomenal. And then you look at Patrick Mahomes, and so it's very important because I remember as a young rookie myself being around guys like Chris Sims, Jeff Garcia, older veterans that I looked up to that I can learn from, and it really helps. And Alex Smith was that guy that not only young quarterbacks can learn from, but also your teammates could too. He was a great guy in the locker room. And just for what he has fought through his career and what he has accomplished is, is remarkable. Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Trader. That's the voice of Bruce Gradkowski. All right, let, let's get to uh, let's get to Trey Lance. Um, we know a lot about Justin Fields from the college perspective because we've seen him and he was heavily recruited. People have, and I want to get to your thoughts on Mac Jones in a second. But Trey Lance is kind of the unknown, right? North Dakota State, uh, Minneapolis product, a guy who we've we've heard has limitless potential. When you evaluate him, you had a second pro day today. What do you see? You know, I mean, I see a guy that has the size, the athleticism. He has the arm strength, um, but he hasn't played a lot of football. You know, and that's a question mark. I mean, he had a remarkable season in uh, a year ago. You know, this past season, they didn't play a lot. He only had one game, so that's tough, and it's not his fault. But I thought he took advantage of what he was able to, able and capable to do, the level that he played at. Uh, the competition he played against, that could always be brought up into question. But you know he's he was that much better. The thing I question, though, Doug, is is his accuracy. You know, I mean, uh, uh, I think it, it, uh, at the next level, you're going to throw into tighter windows. It's going to be tighter coverage. Uh, he can make every throw on the football field. He can get through reads and progressions. He's played under center. So there's not a question there. But now the question is, his projection, you know, what, how, how does this game transition to the NFL and can it, which I think it can. You know, he's a guy with uh, tremendous upside, but also tremendous risk. And so there's going to be a team that wants to take that risk because you see it when, when you hit on that quarterback for decades to come, then you're putting your organization in a great position. So someone's going to take the chance on Trey, Trey Lance just because of, what he's capable of doing, what he shows. I mean, he's a big, strong, athletic guy that could throw the football, 
and he's fun to watch. And so um, I think, you know, he's going to have a lot of interest. But like I said, too, I do have some questions personally just with his accuracy. I think his accuracy struggles at times. Um, And then also just he hasn't played much, right? I don't think – I think overall he's averaged like 18 attempts a game or so. Um, So it's not like he had a lot on his plate. But then again, too, that's what you're thinking if you're an NFL coach or GM is how much better could he be with these reps, with more on his plate and really uh, structuring an offense around his talents. Because like I see on film, he could get through reads and progressions. There's no doubt about it. And he's an even better runner than you would think. Um, So in that case, I think he could bring a lot to an NFL football team. How much is Josh Allen's progress as an accurate thrower going to help him? Well, I think with with Trey Lance and Justin Fields, I think Josh Allen helps because Josh Allen is built like that. You know, big, strong guy, can move, can get away from uh, stuff in the pocket and not like a very quick twitch type guy. He's not like Lamar Jackson going to shake someone, but they're big and strong and they're going to be hard to bring down. And that's Trey Lance, that's Justin Fields, that's Josh Allen. So when you watch and you see what Josh Allen did this year, with the offense Dayball uh, called and surrounded him with, the playmakers they surrounded him with, uh, I thought, you know, I thought the Bills did a tremendous job, you know, with all the play-action passes here, and that makes it easier for young quarterbacks. The progressions are easier. It's more pure progressions. Go one, two, three. You always have reliable checkdowns. So I think that helps the quarterback. So I give the Bills a lot of credit for what they have done to build a team around Josh Allen and also call plays to his strengths. So, yes, I do think that helps Justin Fields and Trey Lance right now. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what do you think Kyle Shanahan's going to do at three? That's a great question. You know, I, I go back and forth. I've been watching a lot of Justin Fields and Mac Jones and all these guys, and it's tough, you know, because I hear a lot of – man, I don't think he'd give up all that just to get a guy like Mac Jones that I don't think his ceiling's very high and this and that. But I think the other way, to be honest with you, I don't think Kyle Shanahan would give up the farm to get a guy that there may be question marks around. You know, and I think Justin Fields has been remarkable. I mean, he's protected the football better than most guys in college. He was our top had our top passing grade and rushing grade from the QB position last year at PFF. So the, the guy has some remarkable statistics. I mean, the way he throws the ball downfield, the, the deep balls, the, the, the post routes, the go routes, he has that strong arm. But I question his accuracy, you know, in, in you know, uh, underneath 10 yards. I question his accuracy when you've got to get a quick screen pass out to the, to the wide receiver. And that's Kyle Shanahan's offense. I mean, they're going to run quick screens. That's an extension of the running game. And the key point for the quarterback is you've got to be accurate and you've got to get the ball out quick and you've got to navigate the throw around the defender at times. And I don't think that's Justin Fields' strength. And um, so when I think of that, I do lean towards Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is, you know, and he, he's more athletic than people think. And I'm talking about inside that pocket. As a quarterback, we watched Tom Brady all these years. You could give Tom Brady a hard time that he can't run. He's not athletic. You're not going to be calling a quarterback powers with him. But Brady is athletic in the pocket to buy time 
and navigate the pocket, be smart. And he, there's so many like scramble drills that aren't really scramble drills with Tom Brady. And I feel like that could be Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is very quick twitch in the pocket. I think he makes great decisions and he can really operate your offense. So for a guy like Kyle Shanahan, I almost think he leans that way because he knows Kyle Shanahan knows he's going to call a good game. He knows he's going to put his quarterback in good position. He wants a guy, basically a joystick that can run his offense for him. Um, so you think it'd be a Mac Jones? I think I think it. I yeah, I do. But I go back and forth, Doug. It's so hard because I see the upside to Justin Fields. You know, you talk about a guy with the big arm, the ability to run the football. And it really is tough for a defense to stop the quarterback run. I did a lot of studying on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson in that running game. And even if the defense has the offense outnumbered in the box, um, it's just hard to stop, right? Because you have to account for one more guy to run the football, and that's the quarterback. So that's where that's the biggest question in my mind is why I go back and forth because just what Justin Fields can bring with the deep throwing downfield, and now this game, the NFL, is about explosive plays. Why did the Rams trade for Matthew Stafford? They want more explosive plays. They don't want to have to uh, call the perfect game and count on the, the you know the offense coordinator to call the perfect play. They want to you know try to dial up big explosive plays, and I feel like that's what Justin Fields brings you, just like that's what Matthew Stafford brings the Rams. Hmm. If you're, tough, at, man. if you're Atlanta and you're at four, you're Atlanta, you're at four. Uh, you, you got Matt Ryan for two years. It's a lot of, you can't really get out of the Matt Ryan thing. Would you draft the heir apparent? Would you trade out of it? Although right now they don't feel like they can get appropriate value. Maybe that changes. Would you draft a Penny Sewell? Or would you go and draft, you know, a guy who is an absolute freak of nature, but he's only a tight end? What do you do it for? <laughs> Man, I think I'm drafting Kyle Pitts. I think, you know, with Matt Ryan wrapped up for the next two years and you get a guy like that with the other offensive weapons you have and Julio Jones outside, I mean, that can really help your offense. I think Arthur Smith does a great job uh, offensively. And, look, Doug, I go back and forth. I think, you know, if you're Arthur Smith and you're a new first-time head coach and you're thinking what is the future for this franchise, and you know there's a quarterback that's going to fall to you at four that you want and you think can groom behind Matt Ryan, I don't hate that decision. People gave Green Bay a lot of grief for asking for that pick. But if it's a guy you know that can be the future, I don't blame you for going that route. But I do think Atlanta has a few years left with Matt Ryan. I do think they take a weapon to help Matt Ryan in that offense, and I think it's Kyle Pitts because I just think – He's so dynamic, you know, in the middle of the field, that mismatch nightmare. Uh, he could bring a lot to that Atlanta offense. Hey, man, Bruce, I can't wait to, to see uh, how the draft plays out. Love your analysis. Awesome stuff over at PFF. Thanks so much for joining us on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Go check out our stuff, too. The promo code DRAFT30 or whatever. It's, uh, it's good, man. It's a lot of, lot of data. And I can't wait to see what happens. This is a this can be a fun draft for sure. Thanks for having it, me on. It, it absolutely is. Bruce Gradkowski, 11-year NFL vet, former starting quarterback in the National Football League, kind of to spend some time with us. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. 
We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever 
you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show, what we like to do is like to bring back a show you heard previously on Fox Sports Radio. We call it... This is Colin Coward talking about the Jake Paul fight this weekend. I have no problem paying for Jake Paul. I'm not saying it's the World Series, but sports is supposed to be fun. And sometimes I like a little circus with my sports. I think this is great. Too many of you look at sports idealistically. I don't. I want it to be fun. I want it to be interesting. Joy and I come here every day. We're looking for interesting. I'm looking for tire fires. And I thought it was great. And I thought it was tense. And I couldn't wait. But everybody always bangs on all these YouTube stars and these celebrities that get involved in this stuff. All I know is that 4.3 million people paid for Conor McGregor and Mayweather, and most won't admit it. And Jake Paul's fight made $75 million. There's not a baseball game until the World Series you could put on pay-per-view that would make a third of that, a quarter of that. Interesting wins. I'm into it. That's why superhero movies. Nobody thinks they're going to win an Oscar, but it's fun. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't mind it. I like it on pay-per-view. I mean, I think on pay-per-view, it's like whatever. I mean, again, we're comparing it to baseball. Imagine if there was very limited baseball on TV. I mean, that's part of it is it's not limited. Um, I don't know, like... I, I do, people will say, well, Ben Askren took a dive. I thought he caught a legit, you know, jab in a right hand. And when he was fighting MMA and I don't remember him as, as an MMA fighter, but he clearly was one. He could take a punch. Yeah. It was also 30 pounds ago and however many years ago. Um, I have my suspicions about Jake Paul's body transformation based upon some notable video evidence. But like, whatever, like, we don't care. We don't care. Uh, I, you know, I, I want to see him. Ag- I wish that we could just do the, you know, legit fight against a legit fighter. But this is kind of part of boxing. And if you want to say that Ben Askren was a tomato can, he might have been. But if this is Jake Paul's third professional fight, most dudes who people think are going to be good, even though they have a substantial amateur record, their third professional fight is against the tomato can. So it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. Uh, I'm, c- clearly the guy can throw hands. I just don't know to what level. I don't know what I learned. What does the fox say? 
Did we learn anything? Did anybody, Gavin, did you buy it? No, I didn't buy it. I watched it. How'd you watch it? I have my ways. <laughs> there's, no, there's no like, um, there's no like um, internet or radio police coming after it. Did you? Don't worry, you like Gavin. Peering out a, over the balcony at your your neighbor's house. Like, what were you a, doing? This is a national radio, Gavin. Yeah, Go ahead. no, no, no. Let everybody know. No, but uh, no, it was very entertaining. Thought you bootlegged it. Well, what'd you do? Do you have a code or something? There's some streaming services out there that'll just uh, allow you to check in. Hey, thanks for the note, dude. <laughs> would you Should've watch it? You would you watch? Uh, would you watch it? No. Would you watch for free? Yeah, sure. <laughs> got nothing else going on. <laughs> Literally, it's one Literally. of the few things uh, in sports. Me, and my fiance bond over is our dislike of these YouTubers. So, yeah. did um? Right. So you wanted him to get knocked out? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey. I thought Pete Davidson. Some of the clips I saw was pretty funny. Uh, although, what is going on with Pete Davidson's hair? I don't know. The whole thing was was it was like. It was you. You have some of the sound, or, or the sound of the fight, because it was. It was that the first punch of the fight. Was that? Was, oh, this is Pete Davidson. Take a listen. You could tell how professional this event is by uh, them having me here. Uh, we are backstage at Jake Paul's dressing room or locker room, if you want to call it that. And uh, you know, today's a really wild day for boxing because it just shows you know how low it's truly sunk. Uh, I think today proves the fact that if you have enough followers, you can truly do whatever you want. I mean, maybe PewDiePie will cure cancer and Charlie D'Amelio will become a surgeon. Uh, who knows? Tonight, we have a bout between uh, Ben Askren, who I don't know who that is still, and I've been uh, reading up on him all week, and Jake <laughs> Paul. And, uh, you know, they both suck, but, you know, at least somebody's going to get hurt. Now, back to you guys in the booth. Uh, some real announcers over there. Although they had... Um... I, they had Oscar De La Hoya, and I saw some of the Oscar De La Hoya stuff, and that was uncomfortable. That, Snoop Dogg was doing it. I like I like Snoop Dogg can get away with stuff that Oscar De La Hoya cannot. So uh, that's that's <laughs> that's that's the part that I find to be quite interesting. But buyer, you didn't buy it, did you? Did not buy it, but watched it via the. Uh, just on Twitter, if you searched Jake Paul <laughs> during somebody was streaming it, and so really is that, that how you yeah. watched it, Gavin? No, but what's funny is it does make you think. If you paid for that and you sat around for three hours waiting for a fifteen-second clip that was just going to show up on Twitter or Instagram, well, how long was the fight actually? It was like twenty seconds long. That was the was, first punch of the fight. No, it was about it was about a minute. Okay. I think, yeah, minute. Well, a minute and 15 seconds, is that's a, a gigantic <laughs> difference. Yeah, difference. it wasn't 20 seconds. It's a Conor McGregor, difference. his fights used to fit in an Instagram, I remember, back when they were 15 seconds. Yeah. All right, more on that to come. No, no more on that to come. <laughs> we speak to a former executive in the Falcons front office. What do the Falcons do? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.